Before we start today's episode, I'd like to encourage you to fill out our 2016 Gym Owners Survey on the TwoBrainBusiness.com site. What this survey does is it gives me a snapshot view into the affiliate community. How are things going? Are they getting better? How can I help? This is the most important question I'm really asking out of the 81 that are in the survey is how can I help you more? See, my name is Chris Cooper and I'm a content marketer. Since 2008, I've been publishing content for free, amounting to thousands of blog posts, a few books, a year's worth of podcasts, videos, webinars, seminars, all kinds of stuff to help affiliate owners grow. Because I think this is our best opportunity to change both the economy of North America and Western Europe and Australia and New Zealand, and also the healthcare. I think the best way that I can help people get healthier and live longer, more meaningful lives is to help you guys run your gyms better. I also own a couple of gyms, of course, but I started content marketing back in 2001. I had already been a coach for five years, but nobody knew who I was. And so when I came back to Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, my current home, I started writing articles. I started publishing this stuff and I started sending them to all my clients. I learned this method from T-Nation, and there were a bunch of other websites at the time who really promoted strength and conditioning coaches through content creation. They didn't seek out the best strength and conditioning coaches in the world, but those who appeared on the site quickly gained a reputation for being the best in the world because they published content. Content can be written. It can be verbal, like this podcast you're listening to. It can be visual video content. It can be short, like an Instagram piece. It can be long. I've got multiple hour videos on YouTube. The purpose of content creation is to bridge the gap between awareness, somebody knows about your brand, and engagement. Somebody knows how your brand is going to solve their problem. In our world, as a CrossFit gym owner, our best example of content creation is probably the CrossFit Journal. When Greg Glassman burst on the scene in 2001, he was entering a very crowded fitness space. You know, so the website went online and they started publishing uh, the workouts. But more important, he started publishing CrossFit Journal, explaining, giving knowledge for free, demonstrating, then using video. Here's how to do it better. Here's why we're using the gymnastics rings. Here's how to build your own. That's content marketing. You might not call this marketing. You might call it branding or helping. And that's awesome. But make no mistake, entire industries exist because of content marketing. If you've heard of Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk, Robin Sharma, these guys are excellent content marketers. That doesn't mean they're sleazy salesmen. Like me, they're trying to help their audience first. And like me, some people do want to pay for that help, but that's a very small percentage. They're helping because that is their opportunity to make a difference in the world. And when I get up at 4 a.m. every day to write, that's the thought that goes through my mind, not how many books am I going to sell here. But after visiting with a lot of affiliate owners over the last two weekends, you know, in Atlanta and then Montreal, and then I'm headed to Denver and then Oshawa over the next 10 days, what I'm finding is that a lot of people aren't aware of the power of content marketing or they're not aware of how easy it is to actually create their own content and establish their own expertise and authority. So what I thought I'd do today is put our interviews on the back burner, give you some context and some excerpts from Help First, my book, which just got published on Audible about a week and a half ago. Listen to this, and if it helps, know that it's the tip of the iceberg. My point today is not to give you this long lecture on how to create content and what content is most engaging. It's just to get you started. 
because the biggest trap with content marketing is failure to launch. We aim for perfection instead of aiming for good. And so let me tell you a quick story. I started publishing content on don'tbuyads.com for free in 2008. There's about 400 blog posts still there. And when I go to seminars, people come up and say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I've been reading your stuff since, you know, don'tbuyads.com. Nobody ever says, this article that you wrote in 2010 was wrong. Nobody remembers the bad stuff. In content marketing, quantity is still more important than quality. Think about the stuff that you read. How have these people established expertise? In the gym owner's world, there are a lot of people who want to sell consulting. Now, a lot of these people don't even own gyms. Some of them aren't tracking any data, so what they're selling is opinion instead of advice. But we believe them because they're doing content marketing. They're on the internet, so it must be true. They must be famous, right? In fact, most people heard of Two Brain Business and Chris Cooper because of content marketing, not because you've seen my data, not because you visited one of my gyms. Content marketing is an incredibly powerful tool. It can be used for good, as I believe I'm doing. It can be used for evil, to trick people, because a story can get around the world while the truth is putting its boots on. That's an Abraham Lincoln quote, modified a little bit. When I started my talk in Montreal this weekend after Jason Klepa and Jared Perlmutter from Brick got off the stage, I started with, I saved my gym by asking better questions and telling better stories. This episode is to help you do the latter. Enjoy. From Help First, Profit More, Sell Less. Today, if you visit the CrossFit.com Facebook page, take a moment to look at its description. It labels itself a media company, not a fitness company. As of this writing, there are over 13,000 CrossFit licensed gyms worldwide, and Greg Glassman himself estimated over 500 million CrossFit workouts would be done in 2015. Yes, the program works, but without education and authority, no one would ever know about it. Content marketing is the best way to help a stranger, and it's the best way to grow your business. Content provides proof of your expertise. It provides emotional and logical reasons to use your service. In a world where any potential client can do unlimited research before buying, it's no longer enough to say, I'm the best. Audiences need to be guided to their seats, and content marketing serves the role of usher. So, what's content? Content is any educational work you create. It can be written, a blog, spoken, a seminar, recorded, a video, or dictated, a podcast. It can be interactive or prescripted. There's an entire industry set up to build marketing content, but you can do it entirely yourself. If you're providing a service, you're an expert in your niche. You simply have to demonstrate that expertise through one of the media listed above. For example, I coach business owners in the service industry, mostly fellow gym owners. My preferred method is the written word because I make a lot of mistakes and prefer to clean them up before anyone sees them. So I keep several blogs active, writing a minimum of 750 words per day and up to 10,000 on some days. My blog topics are related to business and I've done over 600 of them now. Every one seeks to solve one problem, only 10,000 problems left to solve, for gym owners. When a gym owner has a particular problem, they can find some education on the topic at dopeyads.com or twobrainbusiness.com or on this podcast or in my books. If a gym owner has a problem and asks other owners for help, there are some huge Facebook groups for this purpose, the others can share my posts. They frequently do. 
In 2012, after posting 400 blogs on don'tbuyads.com, I compiled the best into a book called Two Brain Business. I was looking for a way to wrap up the blog before shutting it down. But then I sold a few hundred copies, and then a few hundred more, ultimately reaching several thousand copies sold. Now I'm asked for autographs at seminars, and the phrase I hear most often on free consultation phone calls is, I've read your book. On our gym site, I post one motivational blog every week. We post one video demonstration every week as well, and tell the story of one client. Every Sunday, I publish the Catalyst podcast, and our newsletter is greeted with over 3,000 readers on the 20th of every month. It sounds like a lot, I know. It probably sounds like more than you have time or inclination to do. But here's the good news. A lot of this content is reusable. Most of it is just like having a conversation. Finding topics is easy, and my favorite, you don't have to make it all yourself. For example, if you create a video to educate first-time homebuyers on how to find problems before it's your house, you can leverage that content on a website or newsletter for years. If you post pictures of new trends in fashion or host a seminar on accessorizing, you'll gain local followers. If your newsletter gives a useful tax tip for small business owners every month, I'll read it. The bottom line, potential clients are only potential because they haven't made the connection between your service and their problem. When I record our weekly podcast, I simply flip on the mic and have a conversation with my coaches. Even my 10-year-old has a podcast, Avery's Books, to promote her website, averysbooks.com. She sits on a couch in my office, strums her guitar a few times, and we talk about what she's reading and whether other kids might like it. Then she interviews her little brother on what he's reading, the same conversation we might have had later at the dinner table. It's relaxed, and she has a few hundred subscribers. For blog post inspiration, I usually just write about my own challenges. Usually, after a missed lift attempt or a faster 5K attempt, I'll be primed to write about something that's eating me up. But often I'll find inspiration in audiobooks. I'll learn a new concept, consider how to apply it to one of my businesses, and spell it out for others on a blog post. What really burns you up? What mistakes are others making? What are the things you vent about? Clean up your language, that's important. Find a logical point to start with and use the opportunity to teach your audience. They don't want to rant, but they're starving for knowledge. A final point, as I spell out in Two Brain Business 2.0, you don't have to develop all the content yourself. Your staff should establish their expertise too, and that means developing their own content. In my gym, we have monthly coaches meetings. The second item on the agenda is continuing ed. Our head coach chooses a topic and assigns us each some study help on the topic. Then we each share what we've learned through content we create. For example, next month's topic might be weight loss. The head coach says, here's what I want you to read and study. Who will write a blog post? Who wants to host a seminar? Who would rather shoot a video or do a podcast? We choose our assignments and have 30 days to complete them. This produces up to eight pieces of unique content every month. In Help First, I go on to give you a template for blog posts, instructional videos, event photography, podcasts, telling client stories through video, seminars, all kinds of great stuff. How to write a newsletter even. Now I'm going to skip to another part of the book where I go in depth with more content marketing information. But at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you a challenge and a way to start producing content that means something to your audience. In this part, I'm going to share some tactics for getting your strategy going with content marketing. 
the most important piece, as I said already, is consistency. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to be sharing a challenge with you for 30 days where you can win a couple of prizes, get your staff on board, and start creating and publishing regular content. From Help First again, strategy, content marketing. In the establishing authority section of this book, I went into great depth on the value of content marketing. In the new economy, trust isn't built on familiarity, but open sharing of expertise. We no longer know the shoemaker, but we can still love the shoes. Aim to publish three pieces of content each month. Be as diverse as possible. Mix elements of long-form writing, short blog posts, social media, podcasts, photography, and video. This is a major stumbling block for many. Unfamiliar with media creation and editing, some small business owners will simply create a marketing blind spot around content creation. It happens often, and here's my solution. Use a clock. One Thursday afternoon, after another conversation with a consulting client who was struggling to publish content, I decided to publish my own content to demonstrate how easy it really was. I snagged two of my coaches, handed one my phone, and gave them these instructions. Go into the gym, set the clock for precisely 60 minutes. Shoot as many exercise demo videos as possible in that hour. Go. They shot 10. I took the memory card and edited the videos. That took 90 minutes, but in two and a half hours, we'd created enough video to last me all spring. Another tactic is on the spot. At Ignite Gym, we have clients practice public speaking by having them talk about random nouns for set intervals. For example, a client might stand with their back to a clock and I'll say brick. The client will have to talk about bricks nonstop until time expires. More advanced clients can last for three or four minutes Beginners try to last for 20 seconds. Service professionals are experts. When asked a direct question by a client, they can speak passionately and with authority. If all else fails, have a client or coworker ask you a question while recording you on their phone. For example, show me how to deadlift. Why should men use mousse instead of gel? Why shouldn't people use low-carb diets? In my case, after much practice, I can last almost an hour if the topic is right. You'll get better with practice too, I promise. Start building momentum with clocks. Another strategy is newsletters. Earlier in this book, I broke down the timing and template for the perfect newsletter. I recommended splitting recipients up by desire, what do they want, and addressing their goals as directly as possible. I also revealed my ideal layout for newsletters, but as with any content, a newsletter must be reliable and consistent. Clients must know to expect it around the same time every month. Done well, they'll look for it. Done poorly, they'll hit spam and become unreachable. A good newsletter requires about an hour every month. It's worth it. To motivate myself, I track the number of click-throughs resulting in sales. My average newsletter is worth four to $800 within the first two hours of publication. That's a great use of my time. Okay, for more strategies and tactics, you can buy help first and thank you in advance for the $1.90 royalty that I'll receive. But I've also got five free copies that I can give away. And so now I want to give you something actionable. This is the point of everything I do. I want you to be able to walk away from it, take action, and make money from it. One of the best pieces of feedback I got was from Alex in New Zealand. Thank you, sir who said that the advice I gave him on his free call netted $3,000 and he immediately signed up for mentoring. Fantastic. Great way to go about it. Here's what I want for you. This is a 30-day content challenge. Every day for the next month, starting today, I want you to publish content up to 250 words in a written blog post that you created or up to three minutes in a short video. 
here's where to come up with the content. First, it's really important that your content bridges the gap between awareness and desire. So a client might have heard of CrossFit, but they don't know how CrossFit's going to solve their lower back pain or their flexibility problem or their weight loss problem. So that's the kind of content we need to create. If you want to see the titles that people are willing to read and watch, this might be painful, but go down to Walmart, okay? go down to the drugstore, look at the magazine rack. Look at the titles on men's health, men's fitness, women's journal, magazines like that. I can almost guarantee I know what they are. Have better sex tonight. Get bigger guns. Drop eight pounds by the weekend. Now you and I read those titles and we roll our eyes and we move on to something else, right? The average consumer doesn't. The magazine editors, the publishers are paying researchers not to find the right information, but to find the titles that are going to get those magazines sold. Now we care about not just selling our content, getting people to pay attention, but also to pay us money after the fact. So when you're trying to grab the attention of the current audience, you want to have titles that appeal to them. Okay, Just keep that in mind. Another great way to come up with valuable content is to think about the last question you were asked in a class or from a personal training client. If you thought, man, doesn't everybody know the answer to that question? Then you know that they don't and you need to create content around that. So for example, if a client comes in and says, hey, uh, how many calories a day do I need? Does that number change You know, if I'm doing CrossFit or not? Now you and I know that counting calories is not a great goal for clients. It's not going to help them establish a good habit. It's probably going to have them eating the wrong foods. They're going to get frustrated because it's a lot of math. They're not going to do it. Long term, it's not a great recipe for success, let alone that it's going to destroy their basal metabolic rate. If we create a short video called How Many Calories Should I Eat? People are going to open that. In that video, you can say, here's why we don't count calories. Here's why we pay more attention to macros. Or here's why we don't uh, eat these grains. Or whatever, whatever message you want. As a coach, however you're coaching people, that's fine. But use an attention-getting title. And then speak on the topic that people want to know about. That's most important. Most of the clients who are coming through your door don't care about how to link more thrusters. They don't care about the false grip. They don't care about the hook grip. They don't care about where your shin should be in a clean instead of a deadlift. They care about dropping 20 pounds. They care about making that dress look better at their Christmas party. So gear your content to that. To start, what I'd suggest you do is turn on the camera and answer a question that you've been asked by a client in the last week. If one client wants to know the answer, they probably all do. Here's the challenge. If you haven't done this by noon today, your question is what is CrossFit? Go ahead, turn on the camera and answer that question. We'll talk about how to publish it in a moment. Next, I want your coaches doing this too. It's really important that they establish themselves as experts because if your clients only want to come to your classes and they don't want to go to any other coach, You've got the icon problem, my friend. You are never going to grow your business because you're going to have to spend all of your time delivering your business, coaching, instead of building it. If that's what you want to do, awesome. You still have to set up the back-end processes to give you the time and freedom to coach while the business runs itself. And one of the processes you need, of course, is content marketing. So you put the camera on your coaches. You say, coach, what was the best question you were asked last week? What was the worst question you were asked last week? What was the question 
that made you think, man, doesn't everybody know the answer to that? And then you hold up your camera and record the coach's answer. That is important and meaningful content. If the coach doesn't know, you take them in the back room and you ask them one of these four questions. What's CrossFit? Why CrossFit? Why CrossFit at your box? And who should do CrossFit? If you'd rather do these as blog posts instead of a video, that's fine. Go ahead and do it. But ship by noon today. The next most important piece of content you can get is client stories. If you track visitors to my Catalyst Gym website, the path is really clear. People will check the schedule, they'll check the rates, but 70% of the no sweat intro appointments that I get come from the client stories page. It's the social proof of seeing, hey, that guy kind of looks like me, that makes people pull the trigger and decide to come in and talk to me about CrossFit. That's not going to sell them on doing CrossFit necessarily, but it will get them to the next step from interest to engagement where we're going to have a conversation about it. When it comes to creating content, there's a good, better, best. Good, you're sharing another expert's content. Now, I don't want to say this is even good because it doesn't establish your authority. All it tells people is like, wow, that Kelly Sturette guy knows what he's doing and he does CrossFit and this guy also does CrossFit, so maybe he's smart too. I don't even want to call it good. But if you're not doing any other kind of content, share an expert's content instead. Better is to shoot quick videos of yourself talking every day. Okay, As I said, quantity is better than quality. So even if you find that in this three-minute video you're not really saying much, get it out there anyway. Get people used to seeing you. Just like you do with business consultants and uh, expert coaches, just seeing these people in front of you raises their esteem in your eyes. You take them more seriously because, hey, they're on the internet, right? They must be experts. I'm saying that kind of tongue-in-cheek. You know now to question authority. I've shared that with you. Ask for data. Ask for examples. Has this helped in your gym? Can you name five gyms who have taken this advice and it's helped them? Stuff like that. But nobody else has that filter. We're still wide open to suggestion online. So when your clients see you more often, they perceive that you're more of an expert. Look at Dr. Oz. Look at Richard Simmons. How many women do you think have written to Richard Simmons asking him how to lose weight? Could he teach a proper squat? Maybe, I don't know. But I kind of doubt it. But people perceive him as an expert because they see him all the time. Where does this content go? Well, I want you to think about your website as your boat. And content, whether in the form of video or social media posts, as the net or the fishing line to bring people back to your boat. So no matter where you post your content, our goal is not to make Mark Zuckerberg more popular. Our goal is to get people to your website. We want to go from awareness to interest and from interest to desire. So if you post on YouTube, make sure that you link back to your site. Best case, you're posting all this content in like a blog post and then sharing to social media from there. So back to the 30-day content challenge. I want you to publish every day for 30 days. And I want you to tag TwoBrain, T-W-O-B-R-A-I-N, in your posts. If you can do it for 30 days, it shows me you're committed and I'm going to help you take the next step. I will send you, or at least five of you maybe, a free code to download help first. So step one is taking action. That's what matters. I like giving you advice. I like telling stories. But it's more important to your success that you take action. In fact, that's all that matters. So take some action. Take the first step. I'll send you the second step. Free copy of help first to at least five of you. Maybe more. I don't know how many free codes I have. Then the third step. If you want to enter the mentoring program, 
go for it. If not, keep consuming content. Keep taking action on that content until you're making more money and you can afford a real mentor. That's the process that I love to see. Some people skip steps. They jump straight into mentorship and that's great. It's like you know taking a shortcut, jumping three years ahead. Awesome. But for you, if I'm going to help you save your fitness business or grow it or increase your rate or increase the perception of expertise in your coaches, content marketing is it. So I hope you take this episode and I hope you take action. Start publishing, tag 2Brain, T-W-O-B-R-A-I-N with a hashtag or the little at thing, tag the 2Brain business page on Facebook or the 2Brain business Instagram page in your content and I'm going to reward some of you. Even if you don't win the prize though, I guarantee you're going to start seeing more clients come in. Your current clients will increase their esteem of you and people who are on the fence might decide to jump in now. It's a great time to start this snowball rolling down the hill because December is coming, my friends. That's usually when you're going to see a slowdown in traffic. January is not going to be the silver bullet this year. It's not going to be an automatic win. What it's going to be is a big boost in sales to the people in your market who have the greatest amount of content because they're the experts. If you want to read more on content marketing or now that you know the trick, pay attention to Seth Godin, S-E-T-H-G-O-D-I-N.com. His book, All Marketers Are Liars, was a huge tipping point for me in the turnaround of Catalyst. I use it all the time. But you can also pay attention to Gary Vaynerchuk, who's a content marketer. You can pay attention to Robin Sharma. I mean, pretty much anybody who's famous on the internet is really good at content marketing. And I want to point back to K-Star. I really love Kelly Surrett. I met his wife, Juliet, 10 days ago. She's equally amazing. Great people. But look at his first videos. It's him walking around with a cell phone talking, right? Your content does not have to be perfect to be good. It has to be consistent. Go and do it.